Hi, One Goal community. It's Elaine Boyd, Pelotonia's Event and Volunteer Operations Coordinator. Since 2008, Pelotonia has raised over $236 million for innovative cancer research. And thanks to our partners, 100% of those funds have gone directly to research at the James at Ohio State. Together, we will see an end to cancer. To get involved in our one goal, visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org, or click on the link in the episode notes. This podcast is powered by Pelotonia. To learn more about our goal 10 cancer, visit pelotonia.org or see the link in the show notes. We're riding southbound somewhere, obviously near the medical center. And there's a guy in a wheelchair on the corner. And he's in a hospital gown and he's got an IV bag hanging from a pole on his wheelchair. And he's got a thank you sign. And I don't know that it really hit me until then what the heck we were doing. Welcome to One Goal, a storytelling podcast from Pelotonia. We're a passionate community dedicated to funding innovative cancer research. I'm your host and Chief Operating Officer of Pelotonia, Joe Apgar. Your journey with us to the finish line begins now. Pelotonia is powered by an unstoppable community, and it's through research we will see an end to cancer. We want to thank our major funding partners for making all of this possible. The American Electric Power Foundation, Huntington, the L Brands Foundation, and Peggy and Richard Santulli. If you've been involved in our community for any length of time, you've probably heard the name Mike Perry. He is no stranger to our one goal and is truly a legend. Dr. Perry is someone who's naturally driven to give. He does this through his pediatric practice that's part of Central Ohio Primary Care, but he is also deeply involved in Pelotonia as a motivating force in Team COPC and is behind the well-known event, the Velvet Ice Cream Ride. We sat down with Dr. Perry to get to know more about him, his stories, and what started his Pelotonia journey in the first place. This episode has been titled Blind Confidence. Actually, my wife and I started with cancer fundraising even before Pelotonia. My wife, Lori, uh, had lost two grandparents and an uncle to cancer, and that was a meaningful event to us. But around 2008 or 2009, a group of our friends, uh, specifically Lee and Amy Budin and Jen and John Campbell and Lori and I, started on our bikes because we wanted to get more fit. Kind of a lot of people, I think, do it's a that in their Pelotonia story. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in our 40s and we weren't getting smaller. So we started with a bunch of other friends too. And we'd take our families in the pull behind trailer or in the half wheeler. And we'd go out for these Sunday morning rides. We'd start at New Albany High School. And if, I mean, if we made it 10 or 12 miles, we were awesome. Uh, yeah. We had padded shorts. We had fancy shirts. We were cyclists. I mean, we yeah. were amazing to ourselves. But most of all, it was just, you know, getting together, getting some activity. And then one of our buddies in the group in 2009, it was probably June. It was probably, yeah, it was probably June. Andy Madison uh, told us we were going to all ride in Pelotonia in a couple of months. And we had never heard of it. And we said, Andy, where's Pelotonia? We don't know what you're talking about. He said, no, no, no. Pelotonia isn't a place. It's an event and it raises money for the cancer hospital and we're all going to ride 50 miles. We said, 50 miles, what are you crazy, Andy? You know, we gave him this look and uh, 
because, you know, again, if we made it to Royal American Links and back, that was 18 miles and we were superstars. So he says, but guys, we can end cancer. We just need research dollars. I lost my mom to cancer. Lori lost, as I said, two grandparents and an uncle. Lee had lost his mother. Andy lost, I believe, his uncle. And we'd all been obviously impacted, like so many of us have been impacted by cancer. Um, so we signed up. And uh, this was maybe two months before the first Pelotonia ride. Um, and we signed up then with the Rubino's Pizza Peloton. It's a pizza place in Bexley that I think all nice. the Bexleyites probably know. Mm-hmm. And we did it. And honestly, at that point, we had no idea what we were getting into. The experience of, well, the rest of the summer and the experiences of that weekend, uh, late August, really kind of set the stage for the next 12 years for us. I think one of the things people loved about sort of the inaugural route and the couple years after that was actually, you know, leaving chemical abstracts and, and cycling past the medical center sort of just starting to see the community had come out to cheer. I didn't know what I was really in for that day. In my mind, I was going to go ride my bike with my friends and, you know, this 2,000 other people. And we roll out and all the spectators lining the route started to give me this energy of, wow, this is this awesome. They all came out to see us. They all... They all came out to watch us take off on our bikes and and they were thanking us for what we were doing and we were thanking them for waking up early right. to come out and watch us. And then a mile or so in, we're riding southbound somewhere, obviously near the medical center. And there's a guy in a wheelchair on the corner and he's in a hospital gown and he's got an IV bag hanging from a pole on his wheelchair. And he's got a thank you sign. And I don't know that it really hit me until then what the heck we were doing. We're getting into the hilly parts after the 30-mile rest stop. And people that have ridden alongside me in Pelotonia and my wife laughs at me because I'm super chatty. I just... I read people's name tags on their bikes. I talk to everybody. I just, I just chat. And so I started talking to a fella and we got into this hilly section. Uh, and I know the road exactly now because I've ridden it dozens of times, but it was a big, long climb with a right-hand turn around a rock formation. And I just started talking to the guy and he says, man, this is brutal. I don't know if I can make it. I said, we can do this. We got this. We're just going to help each other through. And he says, no, man. I just lost my best friend two days ago to Hodgkins. And I told him I'd lost my mom a few years earlier. And we chatted. And we talked each other up the hill and around the corner. And... Honestly, I don't know who the guy is. I'd love to meet him someday. I'd love to yeah. know who he was because I don't know if that moment had an impact on him, but it had an impact on me. And I, 
you know, I won't ever forget that moment of helping each other. And then, of course, celebrating with the Team Rubino's gang at Amanda was just a blast because we had accomplished what we set out to do. And we had each raised, I think it was $1,000 that year for the 50 mile riders. Um, and we felt like we were doing a whole lot of good. That was Team Rubino's uh, fanfare time for us. But those were some of the great events. But I'd, if that guy's listening, I hope he finds a way to come and get in touch with me because it would be really cool to hear from him. And so after that first event, at what point did you think to yourself, I want to start my own team? So it was really that night. Um, Lee Budin and his wife, Amy, Jen Campbell and her husband, John, and my wife, Lori, and I were all at the big celebration in Athens. And there may have been beer involved for some of us. But, but we, uh, we looked at each other and said, Central Ohio Primary Care takes care of like 350,000 people in Central Ohio. We have to be involved in Pelotonia. And it was, it was automatic. We said, okay, so we formed Team COPC for 2010. And uh, obviously a lot's evolved since then. Uh, now we have like 60 riders every year. We have our group training rides that have helped countless people, I think, prepare for Pelotonia. Mm -hmm. We've been recognized for our safety practices and gosh, we've raised over a million and a half dollars for Pelotonia. So how did Velvet in organizing that ride start? So it's kind of become an institution, but it really started, it started as a joke. Um, again, Lee, uh, this, let's see, probably it would have been the second year of Pelotonia. It was the first year of Team COPC. He says, hey, you know what? We should take our bikes and go for a ride to get ice cream out to Velvet Ice Cream in Utica. And he knew that if he's planted that seed, I would probably <laughs> figure out a way. Um, so I got out my maps and plotted out a, a route. And, uh, and keep in mind, on the maps, it's not hilly. It's flat. It's a nice flat map. It looked so easy. Um, and then, uh, our family and that same core group, and then some more that joined us, uh, got ready to go. I actually talked to Velvet Ice Cream and they've been wonderful to us throughout the years. They opened early for us, um, just cause we wanted to get an early start and 23 of us again with blind confidence rode 65 miles. But what came out of that was we got done with our 65 miles and obviously we were beat to a pulp, but we realized what we could accomplish. We realized that we could do that. And, uh, and that concept kind of goes forward to all the people that team COPC tries to bring into the fold is that you can do more than you really think you can do. But the way Velvet expanded is, is a great story. The next year, we put the word out um, that we were going to do the same thing again. And a few people had heard of it, and people brought their friends. And we're at the town square there, or the I guess it's uh, Market Square in New Albany. Mm -hmm. And we'd announced that we were going to do this. And 60 people showed up. Real cyclists started showing up, too, not just us beginners. But the next year, we had 100 people. And the next year... I remember this because I knew it was going to be big. I took my 
kid's little karaoke machine and plugged it in to have a loudspeaker so I could talk to the 150 people that showed up um, to ride this ride to Utica. And by then we'd gotten in touch with Velvet more and more and they were ready for all of us. They've always been ready. But after the two, so 10, 11, 12, 13, after the 2013 a Velvet Ice Cream ride, one of our riders who's become a good friend, Kim Beery, says, Mike, look what you're doing. It's time to make this an event. It's time to make a picnic out of it, an event and a fundraiser. You're putting this ride together, 150 people show up. This is a Pelotonia fundraiser. In the seven years since then, I don't know how many people, how many hundred people have ridden in the Velvet Ice Cream Ride, but we've raised over $50,000 for Pelotonia just from the Velvet Ride. So one of the things, you know, you see all throughout Ride Weekend and, and, and hear about from anyone that participates is, is the people that, you know, the riders are riding for. And I think everybody, uh, everybody's riding for someone to honor someone in memory of someone. And I'm curious, you know, who's on that list for you? On my jersey, when we first started putting the uh, uh, who do you ride for, uh, on one of them, I wrote all of us. But this year, there's there's two two other people. Well, every year is my mom. Um, my mom raised two boys, single mom, provided for us, you know, all we needed with her sacrifices. You know, this is this is what moms do, but she was amazing. My kids don't remember her, but for stories, for photos, for pictures up on the wall. But my mom will always lead the list of why I ride. Um, but unfortunately, I have a new new addition. Lee Budin, pediatrician, practiced with, did residency with, a close friend for like 30 plus years. Um, has had a huge impact on me and on so many people through his career. But he called me in November, and you know how doctors do. He gave me a case presentation. He says, so I've been having belly pain. It's been going for a couple months. It's been really bad. I'm not sleeping. And obviously, I know he's going somewhere bad with this story. Talks about the labs and the studies, and he says, well, you know, the punchline is I have stage 4 pancreatic cancer. So now, a dear friend, co-founder of Team COPC with Jen and myself, is, is, is fighting the battle that we're all riding to avoid. For all of you guys listening, whoever you ride for, or even if you don't ride, you know, ride for Lee, ride for Amy, ride for their family, and add them to your prayer lists too, because that's all going to help. What is, uh, you know, Lee's prognosis? What's his status? So far, uh, at least while we're recording this, he's just finished, I think, his fifth cycle of chemo. Um, he's not gotten worse. He's more comfortable, and he's shown some positive signs on his scans. Uh, so we take that as, yeah. as positive and not negative news, and uh, I believe in hope. I believe in medical science, I believe in prayer, I believe in optimism, and I believe in doing everything you can to achieve the best outcome. And uh, 
we keep the faith and we keep going forward. I want to sort of open floor to you and, and if there's any other really notable stories, memories, you know, small things, big things that have, have happened over your decade plus of Pelotonia participation, would love to, to hear some of those. This was our my second time to, to Athens. And we're at the Logan rest stop, so we're 70 miles in. And I see a lady all scraped up and bandaged up. And I approached her, I said, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh, I had a spill, is it bad? Yeah, I'm pretty tore up. And I looked at her and I said, man, and we're just 30 miles from the end. It's, it's, I said to her, it's a shame your day has to end this way. And she says to me with a little grin, she says, oh, I'm not stopping, I'm going on. And I just, I high-fived her. I looked at her, I said, you really get what this is all about, don't you? Did not say a word. She turns around, makes sure I see her survivor jersey and walks away. In 2014, my, uh, this was early in the year. This was probably like April. Lori came to me and said, I think I might do the 180 this year. So of course, being the husband I am immediately in my mind, I said, cool, she's going to do the 180 this year. I didn't hear the might or maybe. About two weeks before the ride, I said, hey, hey, honey, did you think any more about the, about the 180? She says, didn't you check my rider profile? I'm doing it. At the finish line, we had what I think is probably my favorite photo of us ever. It's uh, the two of us uh, side by side with holding hands high in the air with the unstoppable sign right above us. I don't know how many different people shared that picture with me, but That's it's, cool. it's just a treasure. It's just a, just probably my favorite picture ever. Is being involved in Pelotonia or sort of other organizations you've been involved with over the years, has it given you a deeper sense or a better understanding um, sort of of purpose or, you know, of the growth in your life? I don't think I, I think about myself that deeply. I like helping people. Uh, it's what I do for a profession and it's what I've found a way to do in my, I, I guess, hobby. But if you can, I don't know how anybody can participate in Pelotonia, help hundreds, thousands, perhaps more people that they'll never even meet by supporting cancer fundraising. How can you not feel good about yourself? Yeah. How can you not be lifted by that? Like what's success look like for you from your involvement standpoint? Is it, you know, do you think about trying to grow your team? Do you think about trying to sort of spread the word of safety, you know, hosting velvet? Like how, how are you approaching, I guess, this year and beyond from an involvement standpoint and how are you focusing sort of your efforts for Pelotonia? Something that really gives me a charge is again, seeing people accomplish things they didn't think they could do and having a role in that. Yeah. And I just get the biggest kick out of helping somebody with, uh, with cycling 
and seeing that I didn't realize I could go that far or I didn't realize I could climb a hill like that or I never thought I'd do a ride like this. And just to see that what it does to them personally, um, that's, that's just me. That's just the, the enjoyment of helping people succeed and improve. You have undoubtedly gotten people that were nervous on a bike, excited about being on a bike and, and taught people how to ride safely and ride in groups. And, um, and you've probably said hello, uh, or how are you doing to, to thousands of people along the route over the years too. So, you know, you are, um, an incredibly valued member of our community. Um, we love having you and your whole family as part of the community and, and the community is better because you are in it. So just want to thank you from, you know, bottom of my heart on behalf of the staff and, and the rest of the community for all you pour into, to our mission. It, it makes a really big difference and it means a lot to a lot of people. Well, thanks Joe. This, uh, whole uh, community has just become and this whole event has become part of my fabric but it's it's changed my life in in many ways um and i say people say what's what's been the the most powerful part of pelotonia over the years for me and i have to say the people that i've met and um that have impacted me and that we've impacted um because it's uh so much of my life and so many of my friends and uh so many life friends and super close people now but uh it's it's changed my life dr perry wants the community to know that you don't have to be an affiliate of central ohio primary care to join team copc there is always an open invitation sincere thanks to him for sharing his story and to the rest of the team for their inspiring efforts On the next episode of One Goal, we hope you'll take time to get to know an adventurous legend and the stories about her that will undoubtedly inspire you to live fearlessly. This has been One Goal, a storytelling podcast from Pelotonia. I'm your host, cancer survivor and COO of Pelotonia, Joe Akbar. Interview and production scheduling by our marketing and communications duo, Emily Smith and Gabby Blauer. One Goal is carefully crafted and produced at the studios of Wessler Media by Vince Tornero. Mastering by Joey Gerwin at Orange Udio. Special thank you to all of our guests for being willing to share their inspiring journeys for this podcast. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe so you can get seasons one and two, as well as future episodes. If you want to learn more about the Pelotonia community and how you can make an impact on cancer research, see the link in the show notes or visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org.